Welcome to the Locals Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Dyer. That is what we in the business call a cold open. It is freezing cold because we are in the midst of changing the theme song and uh, some other aspects of the pod, including the name. Um, we are still soliciting suggestions for the, the renamed podcast, and that will be coming uh well, whenever, uh, whenever John likes one enough to uh, d- decide on it, I guess. Uh, so uh, without further ado, let me go ahead and bring him on. John, what's up? How you doing, Andrew? Uh, we're, we're getting closer, I would say, to a name. We're probably pretty close. We just need to see if we can work out some other things to go along with it in terms of graphics. But hopefully in February at some point, we can uh, start launching some more official branding for our new show. So uh, what what are the uh, leading candidates at the moment for a name? What are, what are we liking? Well, I would say it has something to do, so I'm moving some things around here on my screen. Um, probably something around loud and proud, proud and loud, maybe with the word local in there, maybe not. We're just, just playing around with some ideas. It's kind of a little bit of a spin on what SDFC said about their proud, not loud Mm -hmm. kind of thing. So that is proud and loud podcast that, 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 that flows nicely. Yeah. Cause they said proud, not loud. So we'll be proud and loud, proud and loud. loud. Yeah. And that works. That's pretty good. And there's the uh, alliteration there, proud and loud podcast. It works pretty well. Yeah. And we got some other, podcast things in the work. I've been talking with Dylan, who's been in contact with Max. And if those of you who remember, they did the Bums Breakdown last season. Um, We don't have a team for them to do a Bums Breakdown, but they're working on another project and putting some things together that uh, hopefully we can announce fairly soon and get a timeline for uh, when those podcasts will start coming out. But something in line for that to help also then get ready for the 2025 season. Yeah, the uh, uh, season is a long way off, and I think uh, one of the challenges of of this show is uh, being SG-focused without a team and without a season. um, You know, we really do want to kind of uh, keep everybody updated on what is happening with the supporter section in uh, Snapdragon and what that section is going to look like and how it's going to be organized. There are still so many things up in the air right now. Um, We had a long conversation on Discord over the weekend about this, Um, uh, what this union is going to be, how we're going, how we relate to that union, and how that union is going to relate to the club. All this stuff is to be determined, and uh, those meetings are ongoing. Uh, But because we are in flux at the moment, uh, we are not as well represented in those meetings as maybe we should be. So to remedy that, to rectify that, we are having an election. John, do you want, can we just jump right into election talk? Sure. Let's go ahead and do it. So there's 15 spots open and there are 15 candidates running. I, I, I would say this is democratic and it is democratic but uh, we did recently change the constitution. So uh, the democracy 
is a little bit in flux as well. <laughs> but hey, we've been asking people to run. Um, it, it's important that the people uh, running the SG and leadership uh, truly want to be there and truly believe in uh, what's going on. So um, if that number is 15, then that's the number. And that's that's just fine with me. Uh, last week, I was... Uh, I said on the podcast that I would not run for leadership because I like being independent and, and not, uh, you know, kind of being on the outside. It, it, it helps me keep a different perspective on the group and what's happening with the group. Um, also, uh, you know, and then right after the pod, basically the next day or the day after that, uh, somebody uh, reached out to me. And uh, after a very long text exchange, I agreed to go ahead and, and run as well for the leadership council. Wisted your arm. Well, you know, it's just that, you know, I think, you know, I have a lot of opinions on what should be happening. And what? instead of just like bloviating on the podcast once a week, like, you know, it does make sense that I actually, you know, get in the room and. But, you know, I, I think it makes the podcast worse if I'm on leadership because then, you know, I'm going to know things that I can't tell the audience. And I don't like that. But I mean, certain things I know we want to be more transparent. And obviously, I'm going to, you know, err on the side of more transparency rather than less. But, you know, some things are teased. Some things aren't nailed down. And I'm the kind of person who just likes to say things uh, <laughs> without giving it too much thought. So I will have to uh, rein myself in a little bit, uh, knowing now the number of candidates and the number of spots. You know, these are we're not just presumptive nominees, but also the uh, presumptive council itself. So uh, my promise to the audience is, of course, to uh, stay stay as independent as I possibly can and to keep everybody in the loop with what's going on uh, behind the scenes. Um, and, you know, the point of this whole year um, is to transition into an MLS supporter group. Um, we have the new constitution, the new bylaws that uh, uh, define how our group is organized internally. The next step is to um, actually begin that transition and to see what it's going to look like in the group. Uh, that means getting out to these events. Um, that means, uh, and the thing that I'm really interested in is, uh, the conversations around this union and what the union is going to look like. And, uh, you know, it's a kind of a, it's only going to happen one time, right? This club, however long it exists in MLS, however long the club exists, uh, they're only going to form a supporters union once. And that's right now. So um, when you look around at the other stadiums in the, in the league, uh, you know, these supporters groups and these unions are very important. And, you know, we want to be one of the best ones. We want to be the best one. And um, to do that, we have to learn from the best. And, you know, that means looking at 3252 and that means looking at Timber's army and uh, some of these other groups. Those are the ones I always think of, but uh, I know there's others out there. So um, John, you are also running, correct? Or presumptive, uh, presumptive member of the leadership council, I guess. Yeah. Why don't we go ahead right now and we'll pull up the names of 
the uh, 15 people who put in their name for leadership council. And again, we have 15 spots we were looking for. So we had 15 people put in their names. We still are officially having an election, um, but I mean, it's an election. Well, it's as like any great communist you, uh, knows, you, you got to have the election. You just need a single vote. You got to have the election <laughs> at least to a, make it. <laughs> a single vote. But let's go ahead and pull up the names here. So anybody who's at least watching on the stream um, can see them. And um, like there, there should be information coming out soon that is going to be in... Um, I will guess email and Discord since our elections actually start this Thursday coming up. So we're recording this on Tuesday as always. So on Thursday, the ballots will open up and you'll have access to candidate profiles for all the candidates on the website. So there'll be a link so you can read through. A lot of, uh, lot of, then, lot of white people on this list. I'm just looking at it. A um, uh, lot, lot of white, lot of white people, a lot of males. <laughs> yeah. uh, gosh, you know, that's so that is pretty disappointing. Um, I hope that, you know, maybe once we seat the leadership council, we can address some of the uh, diversity issues that we are clearly facing. Yes, and I think that has also been um, uh, something that that we could have improved on before. I don't know that it held us back necessarily, but it certainly limits our perspective, right? When it's mostly, white males of roughly the same age. I mean, limits our perspective and our, our appeal, right? Like if I'm it a could, person of absolutely. color, you know, I might join a group that, you know, is, is run by, you know, people I relate to, you know, but I mean, this is obviously one of those conversations that we're going to have to, to have and to, you know, get a handle on. Right. And, and this is for this first time around, we, again, we had 15 spots open. We were hoping to be able to fill those full 15. We weren't sure what was going to happen. We weren't sure if we were not even going to get the 15 or not, or maybe we had 30 people put their names in, but uh, we had exactly 15. So we'll be able to fill the full leadership council with our election. And really the only thing left is um, we'll do it based on votes, as we said before, but which five get the three-year term, which five get a two-year term, and which five get a one-year term to start our rotations as we move forward. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. Um, so a lot more to come on that and on uh, the transition to MLS, which I think there's something – I heard something about a referee strike. Is that is that happening uh, I've heard some things. We'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, clearly not going to affect us because we'll have a team this year, right? <laughs> but um, hopefully hopefully they get that worked out. Um, but yes, they're the last I heard. And I can't say that I followed it in the last at least 48 hours, but um, there's, there's talks of a strike going on. From and that's really so, tough because it's like, I support labor and I support unions, but I mean, I also don't like referees. So gosh, I don't know uh, which side of this to, to come down on. That's going to be tough for you. Um, I, I hope, you know, with all the comments people have and, and 
you know, I, I think if you step back a little objectively and look at it, being an official is is difficult, right? You're you're the one person, and yeah, especially when you uh, can't see. I mean, exactly. imagine trying to officiate a game uh, without your glasses or your uh, uh, whatever it is you, you may need. So, yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. But it, it's, it's, right. it's difficult. It's difficult. But but in seriousness, yeah, I, I don't think it helps anything as much as there are complaints and stuff. But then to potentially start the season with, um, you know, stand in referees that's haven't refed at this level right so um i think there's always a thought for some people that oh well they got to be better than the officials they are now but i think in every sport we've oh, ever man. seen when officials go on strike it's a disaster of what happens of the people let me get you some of the uh, step up the cif uh san diego section referees uh in there and uh yeah i might i might know someone who could step up right see what you we think have someone about in that. our locals team here i mean oh my gosh these games these it's crazy yeah um but yes i, I don't know what's going to happen with that and um clearly that all should be resolved before we have to worry too much about it in 2025 all right so um mls it's coming we're coming uh, should we jump on into the uh, news updates? Because um, I'm I'm peeking ahead at what we've got, and there's some stuff that I really want to talk about. Um, the but, member but you get the news out of the way. <laughs> oh, is that the that's the news, right? Oh, you have the news. It's not on the list. Uh, it's on the list. It's on the right okay. down there. Okay, but I've I, done I this can... before. I swear, I've I've hosted this show before. <laughs> I usually don't look I, at the can... rundown. So uh, when I try to actually uh, be a professional and look at the rundown, I, I fumble the whole bag. <laughs> I'll do a quick little news update of, of just some things, and then we can jump back into uh, some more involved talk about a couple of topics. All right. So uh, first up, our locals Rocket League team, uh, they start... The Supporters Gaming League Season 7 for Division 1 starts this week, and our Locals Rocket League team uh, got promoted last season to the first division. So they open their league this Thursday night at 9.30 against Emerald City from Seattle. The details for the stream will come later, so they will, well... I would like to say they'll be broadcast on socials, but we're thin people right now till we finish this transition and elections, and we've got a lot of things going on. Your your best place to find out the information is on Discord. So if you're not on Discord yet, get on Discord, and uh, we usually have a link there, and we'll see how many people we can get to watch the stream on Thursday night at 9.30. In Wave and Sirens news, uh, for any of the fans of the Wave, they should be very happy because Casey Stoney, their their head coach, just got signed through 2027 with an option for 2028. So there are a lot of rumors that she may be going back to England. So she's going to be sticking around for a couple of years, which I think is fantastic news for that club. The Soccers will be back home this Saturday if you're interested to see some live soccer. 7.05 is the kickoff against St. Louis Ambush, and at halftime is going to be their alumni halftime match. And in SDFC news, the Chrome Ball Tour starts this weekend for their first official stop up in Oceanside. They'll be at the Oceanside Amphitheater with the Street Soccer Tournament. 
street soccer tournament is going to go from 11 to 5 and then after that from 5 30 to 8 there's music and dance performances and judging by the chatter on discord we're going to have quite a few locals that look like they're going to show up at the chrome ball tour so those are quick news highlights anything stand out to you andrew or you want to talk about in a little more detail oh uh, you know i want to talk a little bit about albion um this week uh their coach um left the team um I, as far as i know i haven't seen an official uh, announcement uh, whether they will be back uh, in their league this season but um i think losing their coach is not a good sign yeah he was uh if i remember correctly coach of the year this last year in nisa um but there have been rumors. I saw someone, I think Puma, who was in live with us right now, I think had posted that in uh, San Diego football had announced. Uh, so maybe somebody can correct me that they will not be back in NISA this year. Uh, but there are other options for a lower league team and other potential leagues. So I don't know what they're looking at doing or reorganizing or taking a year off, um, but it looks like NISA might not be on the table for them. I really hope they do something this year because, I mean, we have some other teams that are below third division. Actually, we have a lot of teams in San Diego County, but they have to then play in to earn a berth into the Open Cup. And if we lose Albion, we, we lose kind of access locally to the Open Cup. So it would really be nice to still have a, a game that we could look forward to in the county this year for the Open Cup match. So I'm interested to see where they land and hopefully they land somewhere yeah what's that what's the other league uh i guess it's i guess right below nisa uh it's basically a semi-pro league i think well they could go into usl league two right which mm -hmm. which would technically be a step below because league one is third division um upsl is, of... that, is that it upsl well, UPSL is down there, MPSL. We got the new MPSL. Open Soccer Alliance. Um, so there's there's all kinds of changes in the landscape coming. It's kind of, that, that's a whole other non-locals podcast. That, uh, maybe, maybe we would need a whole other podcast just to uh, figure out uh, <laughs> what league is what, because right now, I don't know. Yeah, there's there's a lot of changes, and it looks like, some big changes coming up over the next five years in the U.S. soccer landscape because, you know, as as Chris Kessel loves to say, the the U.S. soccer system works exactly as it's designed to work. Poorly? Poorly, absolutely. Leagues competing against leagues, the soccer wars. Yeah. Um. So going back to uh, the... Uh, election, those ballots are coming out this week, right? I don't think we mentioned that. Yeah, Thursday they'll be available. And again, you the everything, the candidate profiles and actual access to the ballots are going to be in our members-only area of our website. So we made a reminder last episode. If you haven't done it yet, I would try to make sure you can log in, go to the locals website, click on the member area, make sure you can log in so you can get access to that. And if you can't, contact us, contact admin at thelocalssg.com so we can help get you squared away so you can vote. 
right? And, and you can read the candidate profiles. But this, since we've started this new leadership council and we've staggered the terms, instead of elections being every other year, which is we, what we've done in the past, we will now be having elections every single year. So this is going to become regular for us to elect roughly one third of the leadership council, you know, barring any other external changes, one third of the leadership council every year. So we wanna make sure people can get in there and hopefully we are going to start making better use of the members only area of our website as we move forward as well. So there'll be more up there for people to see. We also have the uh, all members meeting, right? The, a general meeting coming up on, what is that, February 3rd? Yeah, our AGM's coming up. It will, we have all the details secured. So if you haven't seen the post in Discord or haven't heard yet, it's going to be at Fairplay on Saturday, February 3rd. It's going to be from 11 to 1 p.m over there and I'm not sure if we're going to be on the back patio or what but it'll be at fair play. So what is the uh I mean maybe this is uh obvious to everybody but me but uh what is the point of the all members meeting? Uh it is so well there's a variety of different things but part of our bylaws and part of being a mutual benefit corporation is you're supposed to have a, at least once a year an annual general meeting where members have the chance to talk to their leadership and voice concerns. Is this it like the airing of grievances? It, it could be, but you know, if you're a member run organization, there needs to be a way for members to be able to contact and interact with their leaders and hopefully we are doing a lot more than that over time, but there should be at least one meeting. It can be online, doesn't have to be in person, but there should be one place where people can get together. We're gonna to try to make it a bit of a listening session as well. It will also be a combination of our leadership council meeting, our final one of this, this term of people. And it will be to also certify the elections we are getting ready to hold to make sure there's a smooth transition from this leadership team to the next leadership team. And I think uh, you have some artwork to show us, right? I've been complaining for like two weeks about the colors <laughs> of the crest. Um, we, go we ahead. do, I, I uh, will pull them up here in just a second, but I am very, and I wanna get, make sure I have the right one ready to go here. Um, so you saw the conversation in Discord over the weekend about the yes. colors. Uh, I, I don't yeah, think I to make you a... weighed in. Um, I, I am interested to hear your thoughts. Yeah, I didn't. And I'll take a little sidestep here just for a second. Um, there are some people who know and others who don't. And I just want to, one, thank everybody who's reached out for condolences. For those of you who don't know, right after we finished the pod last Tuesday, I got a phone call from my stepmother that my dad was being rushed to the hospital. Um, we rushed over there to Palomar, so he's local here, and um, we, we didn't make it into the hospital in time before he had died. So um, he died last Tuesday. So I did not weigh in because I've been, been a little busy with dealing with some estate stuff and as well as getting ready for the elections and things. But I did read through the conversation. 
Um, and I was, I have to say, compared to last week on the podcast, where I also said a couple of things and I wanted to make sure that I love having the different voices. I love people bringing different ideas to the table, just that we do it with some respect because some people were just getting a little personal. I think the conversation that was happening in Discord in the last week was fantastic. I don't necessarily agree with everybody's individual position because people are all over the place, right? We, we have lots of different views going out, but it was, we had some very impassioned arguments that people were making for one thing, but they were they were about the crest and they were about the colors and they weren't about people. You know, we weren't calling people out or doing things. So I think it really helped the discussion and it was, I think, very productive. Um, and I would not say some of the artwork we're about to show was a direct result of that because I know some of these things have been in the works for a while um, or have been done for a while. They just haven't been presented. But I, I really... Uh, it was, I couldn't believe how much conversation it was there. You, you were quite, quite passionate in there about, we should look at. Oh man. I just uh, write a lot. I just, I don't know if it's <laughs> passion. I just, I just write a lot. And then I, then I hit send uh, without thinking too much, but yeah, you know, I have I think... a, a perspective that I've been exploring on the podcast and, um, you know, I kind of shared it on discord. Uh, and I think I've become more, dug in or hardline on this position that you know incorporating loyal's colors you know right now at this moment is holding us back um not that we, they can't come back at some future date or in some variations of of what we do but you know the green the orange like i'm i'm saying bury it for now uh, we can dig it up next year we can dig it up whenever uh anniversary whatever we want but like you know in the lead up and this is specifically regarding the ramp up to the start of the 2025 mls season as this supporters group is trying to become a supporter group for that club um right i i kind of think that we should come at it with a little bit of a blank slate for now, like for the ramp up, because, you know, it, it has to, if we are going to be a supporter group for this club, we should look like a supporter group for the club, right? Like the bum logo goes with everything, right? Like that's fine. But the colors are very, very specific to, to San Diego loyal. And um, you, you just can't, get away from it when you look at it you think of san diego loyal and i don't think that in these again specifically in this year this ramp up as we try to grow the group as we try to find this new identity um i think we've got to set it aside set these colors aside and uh you know embrace you know the colors of this club and i know that there is a rainbow backdrop uh, visible in the logo that, you know, yeah, we can grab any of those colors, but we all know what colors I'm talking about. I'm talking about the silver and blue, you know, the America's team colors, the, uh, chrome and azul, if you will, 
those colors, I think we need to embrace them. Uh, you know, nobody liked them when they came out. I didn't like them, but it's what we've got. It ain't changing. The logo ain't changing. The crest ain't changing. It ain't changing. Hate it all you want. It ain't changing. If this supporter group is going to support SDFC, we got to own it. We got to embrace it. And it ain't changing. So I think the easiest way to move forward with this is, yeah, to um, to just go fully, you know, dive in. And then, you know, once the season starts, once, you know, this supporter section, this supporter union establishes some sort of, you know, umbrella identity, uh, what is the right. section going to be called overall? Um, that is going to, I think, supplant a lot of the individualized SG identities that we think about when we think about like Section 109, which is very much locals, chavos, like very, I mean, big banners. It's the locals and the chavos. Now, this section is 20 times bigger and it is going to encompass four, five, six more supporter groups. And it's going to be known by an overall name, an overarching name. And right. that is going to become the name people associate with supporters of SDFC. So, you know, for locals, I think once that happens and once we're in the stadium, once we have that, you know, unifying banner that all the SGs get behind, I think that's the time where we can really get into celebrating, you know, loyal a little bit more and, and kind of, you know, mixing in some of the loyal stuff in creative ways with how, you know, we want to support SDFC. But, you know, until we have that, until that is the, the framework for this culture that we're trying to help build, you know, I think, I think it's important to, you know, set, set these aside for now. Yeah. I, so a couple of comments, the, um, I agree with you completely in terms of the umbrella organization, right? That that is going to become the the dominant identity of the supporters, as you know, as an umbrella. Just like we see around the around multiple leagues when you have multiple supporter groups. So um, that will definitely happen. And I want to touch, speaking on that, touch back to something you said earlier, and just a little clarification. We we are. As of December, we we have a team of four people, and it sometimes changes just slightly. But we've been sending four people to these meetings. So, and with SDFC, so we have another one coming up this week. Um, there are a couple of things in the work with a loosely called the Umbrella Organization. Really, you know, I'd like to be transparent, but I to be transparent, I'll say. I can't really say anything about it yet. Hopefully next week or sometime soon we can start sharing some of those things because there will be a presentation that's going to be made to the club. It needs to be See, made to the club. This is why this is why I can't I don't know I'm going to have a hard time yeah. being a privy information and holding back but I'm, but there are I mean some of the, these conversations are happening and plans are moving forward. There is you know it's, I would say, starting to take shape in some form that the outside of SDFC, the 
these representatives from the different supporter groups are starting to meet on their own to start talking about some things. So um, again, hopefully we'll have some information to share coming up with that. And to get back to what you're saying, that that umbrella will ultimately be the identity. Now to get back to colors and crest, I'm in a in a slightly different position than you. I agree we need to embrace the we need to embrace some kind of identity that ties us with SDFC because if you are going to try to recruit or do something or be part of this umbrella organization, it it's going to make it difficult if you're just clinging to original colors that was tied to a team, primarily tied to a team that doesn't exist anymore. I am more, rather than trying to make it a binary choice, which I don't think you're necessarily saying, but some people are arguing like, we just need to abandon, get rid of those forever and completely switch. I'd rather see us embrace, I might've said this last time, but I've been saying it to a lot of people within leadership and sometimes on Discord, but we should embrace all the colors in the color palette. I mean, for for whatever needs we have, don't abandon anything we've had previously, but embrace and explore new areas and new things. And depending on the situation, there might be some times that we want to call back and use our original logo and original colors. I don't think we should ever completely abandon them, but there's going to be a lot of focus as we move forward. As you pointed out, we're, we're like it or not, if we want this to be successful, we're going to have to do something to embrace. So on that note, I'm going to pull this up on the screen so that we can talk about this new uh, bum crest that that takes in some of the, oh, I, I, I forget what the team calls it. What do they call their colors they use on the outside of their stuff? Like oh my gosh. It, I mean, I don't have the marketing materials in front of me. Yeah, but I don't have it either. It's some but corporate, for those, yeah. For Which, to be who, fair, Lo, uh, Loyal also had corporate speak uh, justifying all of their things, too. So this is not a spe SDFC-specific uh, right. side I hear. Now, I also want to be absolutely clear. This is not something that we are moving towards. It's not necessarily something we're not moving towards. But they, there have been some people in the works. This is a Travis Peterson design. And that looks at one way we could possibly incorporate some of the colors and go with those colors on the outside so it's it's more we've incorporated the colors on the outside which is what riptides have done also and some of the other teams rather than just going solid chrome and azul and definitely leans more heavily into sdfc than um well than the locals right because these are not this would not be local sorry loyal branding um so Again, if you're listening to us on audio only, you may want to go back at some point and look at the YouTube feed. And for those of you in Discord, you've probably seen this already because it was shared in Discord today, I believe was the first time it was posted. Um, but Andrew, what are, what are your thoughts on this? Is for this, someone uh, who's, what, who's one really thing... advocating pushing towards SDFC, what what are your thoughts on oh, oh, allow me something to further... like this? Allow me to further be an advocate for our audio only listeners. So what we're looking at here is the locals crest with the, with bum and the ball and the locals at the top, the badge, I think we're all familiar with. Um, it has the kind of the gradient rainbow 
uh, orange to, to blue background that you see in the border of SDFC's crest. And um, so Bum the Dog and the local, is that a blue or is that green? The, 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 the details around Bum. I, it's it's there, kind of... There's something with Tory green in, and I don't know if it's just the, the highlights of kind of what the chrome is or the, you know, mm. the... Like the the slight different color you see in the locals, I think that yeah, may be where it looks like a blue. I'm I'm trying one. to. I think it is a dark blue. That may be Azul uh, colored uh, bum, because Behind looking the at word, the, the locals and bum. looking at the locals logo kind of next to it on the screen, it's definitely not the same green. It's definitely not that Tory green. So, um, yeah. So it's basically the, the locals logo you all know, uh, with blue kind of in that the dark blue in the foreground the details on bum and the word the locals with the uh the background with that colored gradient i think right, it's a I step that's that, yeah it's a step in the right direction again i'm kind of i think that the and i think the club did this intentionally right the the background gradient is a little bit of a safe play, a little bit of a not a it cop gives you out lots of options, but it, it is a thing where you can point at any color and say, "Well, technically, that's part of the crest too." Like, okay, yeah, but we all know that it ain't the crest. The crest is blue and and silver, like silver and blue, uh, chrome and azul, right? Like, we all know those are the colors, and and these gradients on the background are just kind of there as as options. But yeah, that's I I know that. Uh, People tend seem to like the, the the gradient though, so it'll be interesting to see um, some uh, more. I think uh, experimenting with the gradient and and really making it look like something that you know speaks to to this this uh, kind of club and what, what we're doing. And I, to me, this is why I think we should be. Rather than limiting, we should be expanding. I, I don't have any problem with this. I would certainly be open to seeing what other things are out there. We, we've already expanded and changed our crest for a variety of causes and changed colors. Mm -hmm. And I, we're going to bring up another badge here, kind of a takeoff badge here in a second. Some of you saw this in Discord, and those who aren't probably haven't seen this. So we'll bring yeah, that up in just a I, second. I think this one's a great way to incorporate the gradient, though. Like it, it really, like I know, you know exactly what it is when you see it. But I think offering up, to me, offering up different options, whether it's this, some other ones, like members are going to start to, I guess, vote with, you know, the things they like and will want mm -hmm. those stickers or, well, oh, I really want that on a shirt or that would be cool to have. We'll start hearing people say things like that. But I think, you know, we shouldn't be afraid to test the waters and put some things together like this. So thank you so much, Travis, who always yeah. does a fantastic job um, of putting these things together and these different ideas. At least it gives us now something we could say like, okay, I, you know, I like this, but maybe not that, or this is a good idea, or maybe this is something I could live with if it was this way, right? Depending where you are on the spectrum of, of the colors. But I, I, I would like to see something like this and even have some stickers of our old thing for any, you know, our original colors for anybody who wants them, but not, not shut anything down. So yeah. that, that's where I am. Are, are you ready to 
look at the other crest? Yeah, I just want to point out, and maybe, yeah, the one thing that I'm noticing as I'm looking at it is the word locals, it actually is chrome. You can see some uh, subtle kind of shadows uh, Almost, yeah, reflection on the letters. Kinda. So, yeah, that is a chrome kind of, uh, I mean, the, the, the light sparkles are, are obvious, but yeah, that so so bum right. the white on bum and, and the white in the word locals is actually uh, a chrome. So just right, and I think myself. that is where the Tory green is in there. If if I uh, remember what Travis had said, is that in that chromey looking thing on the locals, the the color that's coming through there is the Tory green. Mm. Yeah, right, what so else we got? To, trying to keep. So this one, another Travis Peterson original. Some of you may or may not have seen this one. Now I, I love this one. Like this, this is a fun one. I could totally see this on a shirt and wearing it. It jumps into the, you know, we already have another supporter group, the 18th Battalion, that's doing their own kind of Star Wars theme along with a supporter group. Uh, talked with some of the guys they do uh stormtrooper cosplay um at, at different you know like comic-con and different events so they oh, yeah. they've already embraced that and then you know travis ran with this i i just the whole like missing foot on you know the the vehicle here and i don't want to get into the argument versus at at or at at but i mean um, well it's at at yeah I think if you're more military background, you would absolutely go ATAT. -AT. It is a military vehicle, so that means it's correct. Yeah. <laughs> but missing, you know, just like Bum and missing the paw, and you've got instead of the soccer ball we normally have, you got the Death Star there and just the pose and everything. I think Travis nailed this one. It just it's a funny play. It it reminds me of all the loyal slash local inspired crests that travis did of the premier league a few years back mm -hmm. right and, and this is the kind of thing i i think we should embrace and and we should we should run with this kind of stuff and this is where to me i'm more like let's embrace all our options that are out there rather than exclude anything that there there are times and places we can use all of these things and rather than you know exclude anything let's let's throw as many ideas and things out there as possible. But this, this, I, I would, my wife saw this I showed it to her and she goes, Oh yeah, our family would be in for a dozen of those shirts if we put this on a shirt. So, but I, I think these are fun, fun things that kind of show a little bit of who we are. Cause you know, we like to, to do some of this, or I really should say Travis likes to do this and we all embrace it and run with it and love it. But I think this shows a side of, our supporter group that might be different than some of the other supporter groups when even though we're going to be under that umbrella but also shows now part of the locals individual identity that we we do these things we have fun um yeah we do different merch we stand for different causes right that those are all part of our broader identity yeah i mean i think it, it is i think a, a a sign of i think what's to come like as the identity you know pivots totally to an sdfc supporter group i think 
that is exactly kind of where it's going is you know a heavy uh a heavy focus on the blue and silver chrome and azul uh colors of the club yeah and i think you know i i know uh you are a little bit more on the other space genre of Star Trek. Are there, you have any ideas for Travis to do a, a Star Trek inspired? Yeah, don't. Badge? Don't. Star Trek don't. is not cool. <laughs> I mean, Star Wars isn't cool either, but Star Trek really isn't cool. Like, uh, well, it's cool in a different way. Like, it's cool because it's not cool kind of thing where, like, you know, if you know, you know type of thing. But, you know, I think... Uh, getting too niche with some of the subcultures that we want to celebrate is, you know, there's so many of them. It's, it's a, it's a rabbit hole. I think uh, star Wars is mainstream enough where everybody knows, everybody knows what this is. Right. But if you try to put like, uh, you know, the, the USS defiant on one, like what the hell, like, <laughs> unless you were in the deep, deep space nine, like you have no idea what that is. Like, so yeah, it's very, yeah. <laughs> I, I would I would I would stay away from the uh, the Star Trek IP uh, unless there is some kind of major reboot or Disney acquires it and turns it into a, a theme park show like it's done with Star Wars where there's so many shows you just you know unwatchable you know. Well, I I hope um, one I hope we can keep Travis around forever in this supporter group and I hope we we get some. And I hope others, I hope there. this also might inspire some others to just try something new and throw some things out there. If it doesn't stick and it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But I'd rather see, I'd rather see more of this because these, these are the, the fun things that we can also put together along with our crest. Whether we end up with something more like what we were just talking about, like this, along those lines of what we want to run with, or this gets tweaked to something else, or we do something entirely different. I, I like having the options. That yeah. Yeah. I think my whole, my whole thing, and you know, I'm just going to keep saying it over and over again. The, the main logo that we use, like as a profile picture on social media, you know, the kind of the main logo as what we use now, uh, that logo should be, you know, blue and, and silver. Cool. Yeah. Just, you know, it's, it's very obvious. I mean, if, you know, marketing purposes, uh, identity branding, like that, that's what it should be um, at the very least uh, for the next year or so. I, I would like to note because there's some conversation happening in the chat that, even though I chose to show two of Travis's designs, there are some other people who have put some things up in Discord and offered those up for discussion. Um, so feel free to get on Discord and and look at those. And, and no, Puma, I'm not pulling those up on the podcast for two nights. <laughs> you know, may, maybe we'll do it another another night. But um, but there are other things happening in Discord. And again, another plug for Discord, and especially as we're moving forward. Discord is going to be probably more important to us as a platform as we grow. And yes, we've heard from a lot of you there there have been some other issues of why some people got turned off from Discord. 
we're working on some of those things and working to also reorganize and redo some of our channels uh, to allow people to have those spaces for conversations that they want to have, like split some of our current channels up a little bit and reorganize. But there's a lot of conversation in there, as you alluded to, Andrew, like big topic of color and crest on there. I see Paul has joined us in the chat as well. He was also very proactive about pushing for ripping the Band-Aid off, I think, as he said in the chat a little earlier. Um, so there are people who feel very strongly that way. There also are people, just to be clear, that that feel very strongly we shouldn't change. And this is part of, I think, having these bigger conversations because I have evolved over time. If you had asked me where I was in October, I'm in a different place now. And part of that is having these kind of conversations that we're having on the podcast, having those conversations on Discord, being able to see different iterations of what crests and scarves and shirts could look like. And I think that's where I've now in my position was just kind of like, fuck it, embrace them all. Like, <laughs> why limit ourselves to to anything? Clearly, as an SDFC supporter group, as we're moving that way in 2025, that, that has to be a primary focus of a lot of what we do. But I don't think we need to get rid of or lose or not explore other things that that we could use in maybe some situations. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it's just, you know, if we're going to, and I feel like I just keep saying the same thing, but, you know, <laughs> we have to make it very obvious what we are and who, who, who we are, right? And um, anything other than, you know, the Chrome and Azul is, you know, confusing when you look at it. Like, if you look at the other, uh, like, I think Chavos did, did it, did it exactly right, you know? They took their logo and just made it Chrome and Azul. And it, it looks, there's no doubt when you look at their logo uh, that they're an SDFC supporter group and that's effective branding. And, and that's, you know, but you're going to have to at least, it, it, I mean, just this year, right? As we're trying to make the SG into an SDFC SG, you know, it, it's just, it, things get muddled confusing if you know if you don't embrace these the club's colors you know um it seems like yeah we don't like them very much personally you know as individuals i don't like them as a as an individual but like as a supporter group like it's what we're kind of stuck with but um i do want to because i know we gotta get out of here pretty quick um i know there's a note about member memberships because that is a big part of being in the supporter group is there a membership update um i would say not yet we did kick this one down the road last week so that we we talk about on this episode just because we we're running out of time um and not much really has changed between last week and this week it, there are conversations we are working towards hopefully and I say hopefully having something I mean the goal is to have it presented at the AGM and approved and everything else for what the member dues and benefits are going to be but the the challenge as we're looking through and trying to plan ahead is we have always done a scarf right 
and we don't have a team this year for a scarf. We're in these conversations about branding and colors. So if we did a scarf, do you do them in the old colors? Do you make them in new colors? If you're trying to go on these Chrome ball tours to recruit. So part of our conversation is, do we push the, if we want to do a scarf, do we push the scarf conversation down the road a little bit? Do we do a shirt instead of a scarf? You know, there's been some side conversations on those. You know, we, we just, the way we've always done it is because we always had a team that we rallied around. So we're in a unique position this year, trying to figure out how to do our memberships, what the price point should be for memberships, what the benefits should be for memberships as we try to grow and pivot in 2024 to make us ready for 2025. We know in terms of recruiting, we, we really have to do something to point us towards SDFC. What that looks like and stuff are, are some of those conversations. So uh, it it's not, this has not been fully decided. My gut feeling is we will likely lean towards a simple, to get us started and going, a simple membership due um, with, with no merch attached to it and just push the merch thing down a little bit and have that be a, a separate piece. So then, then the membership dues obviously would be scaled because of that. Um, and we wouldn't jump out with like a, a $25 or $30 membership due. So th those are part of the conversations is, is how do we do that? Do we sell it as a package, but still push the scarf or something down later? Do people even want a scarf? Right. It's hard to know what people want because we don't have like we're not gearing up for a team in a month or two to have an opening match, which everybody wants their scarf for. So, um, you know, and as Nicole said in the in the chat, some people have said, you know, maybe maybe a T-shirt this year, maybe something different, something we have and we can wear around constantly to events as opposed, I mean, we can wear our scarves like a like a some, something a we can wear more. Like a silver and blue local shirt? <laughs> Perhaps. Um, but those are those are things. And as Paul just also put in the chat, that that if you're recruiting new members, they want to have some merch. And if you're recruiting them or they're joining us because they want to be part of SDFC, they're going to want SDFC-inspired. They want something that makes it look like, you know, you're, you're going towards that team. So... You know, these I are, think it's a good, these a good, are the difficult conversations. Well, it's not really, I mean, I don't think it's that difficult because uh, locals have already done this, right? Locals took, uh, when Loyal unveiled their crest, right? There was a lot of consternation. People didn't like it. People didn't like the name, blah, 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 right? Locals took what the club gave them, took those colors and made merch that was better than what the club had. But it still looked like club merch almost, right? Because it had the club colors on it. And it, it was a really cool thing to wear in the stadium because, yeah, obviously you're wearing, you know, you're there as a loyal fan. But then you look again, oh, it says the locals. Like this is the SG, you know, uh, those first Tory kits. Great example, right? Like it looks like a well, it really looked like a loyal kid after they unveiled their first Charlie kit, but <laughs> you know, it, it, this supporter group has already done the things it, we just have to do them again, but with a different club, 
you know, in different, uh, different colors and take this, this woven together ball, the, take the chrome ball, take the woven, whatever, and make it our own and do it the same way we did it with loyal, with what loyal gave us. We do it with what SDFC gave us. Like the only thing that makes it difficult is if you are still, you know, you know, mourning uh, San Diego loyal and you feel like you're, you know, turning your back on this club by, you know, doing, I mean, what I would say needs to be done to move into the, the future. But I mean, it's, it's from, from, if you were to, if you were to clean the slate and you were just starting an SDFC supporter group, how would you do it? What would it look like? Right. Um, now, Right. And, that's and not we the see, same, that, we yeah, see that's groups not, doing that. Yeah. Right. That's not, but that's not us, right? Because we do have this history. But right. in the immediate term, right, as we do the transition, you know, it, it's kind of what has to be done if we're going to uh, not just survive, but thrive in the new, you know, MLS sphere. Because, you know, people are going to drop off because I know people are not excited about this team right now, at least. Right. Um, people aren't engaging with uh, supporter culture for this club at the moment, except for maybe the people that are already predisposed to be part of supporter culture. And I think can, it's, can I jump in on that? Yeah. I just, because I saw something you had posted in Discord, and I mentioned this last podcast, and and I would like to remind people, as someone who has not been enamored, really, with this team, SDFC, and, and a lot of their missteps, going to the Chrome Ball kickoff tour, and there weren't a ton of people from the locals there, and I mentioned this last podcast, but being there, being back in an environment with all the other supporters and stuff was was a realization also for me of how much I miss this, that, that we're not doing games and stuff this year. But it was, it helped me a lot. And I would encourage anyone, if you're not going this weekend or you have a chance when the Chrome Ball Tour comes around closer to your city or you're available on that weekend, and you're on the fence, get out there. Like, go see some of those same people again, because this is also part of, I guess, my pivoting to embracing all the colors and all the possibilities, because it felt like being back at pregame Coronado Brewing. It was just, it. I wouldn't say it was like a switch that was flipped, but it was, it was like being back in my comfort zone. And yeah. I realized how much I had missed it and how much I think a lot of this this hand wringing over all of these things is partly because we're not we're not doing our experience. It's, it's also abstract, right? And it's, it's conceptual. And and that's I think the the real challenge of this year, right? Is that the reason locals was ready to go when Loyal kicked off was that a handful of people that you know you were I wasn't there. Yeah, you know, but you were there. A handful of people were really excited and passionate about it, and they did all of the hard work that year before Loyal kicked off. And that way, when right. Loyal kicked off, there was this SG with this great merch and branding ready to go. Right, like that's why. And 
that's kind of what is required to, again, right now from this kind of fresh start, you know, uh, perspective. And I think that is what the challenge is, is that when 2025 comes around, a lot of the people that maybe were reluctant or not engaging right now, they're going to start engaging again because, hey, if I wasn't doing this podcast every week, I would be completely checked out, you know, completely just not paying attention at all, barely opening discord. And, um, which is where I was until we started the pod back up this year, but, um, I'd be totally checked out and this is the only thing keeping me engaged, but for, you know, the 99.999% of members who don't host the locals podcast, you know, it's tough to stay engaged. And, um, but we need, we need a core group of people that are engaged to be excited and to, right. to do all of that hard work, like, like Jerry and Drew and Steve and them did, you know, in 2019 or 20, yeah, 2019, right. Uh, ahead of, of loyal starting. So that's, that's kind of the thing, right? If you wait until everybody gets excited, it's too late because you've already missed all of that valuable time. All right. So, yeah, I, I know we're going a little long, so, there is uh, a couple of things that I think people need to know before we get out of here. Uh, Saturday, Chrome Ball, Oceanside. Uh, I'm not going to tell right. you what time it is. Uh, if you're going to go, you know, look it up. It's everywhere. Discord, social media, check STFC socials. But um, that's going to be a big event Saturday. I know a lot of people are going. Uh, anybody who I think lives, uh, maybe if you are in the Claremont area in North I think that Oceanside isn't too much of a, of a haul. Um, the rest of us, I think I'm going to wait until it comes back South a little bit. Um, and the, uh, all member meeting February 3rd, that's a Saturday. Uh, that will be, I think the big, uh, a big chance to kind of reconnect with everybody. Uh, right. I think the last time we were all together, we were all at Alesmith, uh, with some of the players and morning the team. And this will be our first get together uh, with a clear and uh, obvious path forward and, you know, uh, a different, a different uh, era to, to begin there. So, um, all right. All right. Did we hit everything, John? Is there anything that uh, we didn't talk about that we have to get to? No, but last two, two reminders. One elections start on Thursday. So just a quick reminder about that. And then we talked a lot about colors and Travis's artwork and merch, I would like to give a huge shout out to Eileen, who is our director of merchandise. It's her birthday, so happy birthday, Eileen. And really, because she will not be returning in any kind of leadership position next year. And as much as we love Travis's artwork, which we all do, and we're thankful that we have him involved in the club to be able to produce these things, the physical merch that we have really comes down to Eileen. She did an amazing job over four years to help us get good prices and everything else and get merch turned around so that we actually had the physical products of scarves and shirts and everything else. So um, not only happy birthday to Eileen, but a huge shout out to everything that she has given the SG over the last four years. All right, happy birthday. And uh, all right, so um, we don't have a song, so we uh, we had the cold open, and we're going to have an icy cold, cold closed. <laughs> all right, uh, we'll see everybody next week, and uh, don't all forget right. to to vote. It, all right, bye. All right, bye everyone. <laughs>